Welcome back, everybody, to Garage Time. Let's get into it. man what's up how you doing you good yeah doing all right it's tuesday it's snowing you know what are you gonna do still january yep i mean only for another there's 31 days in january right yeah i think this is like the 38th day yeah 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 so i think there's there's another seven weeks or something groundhog shadow something i don't know although i will say this so february 17th detroit tigers pitchers and catchers report So we're under a month. It's like... Ten days I after always, the Super Bowl. I always have these, like, benchmarks. You know, you know when you work, like, an hourly job? Or, like, when I was a server? Like, I know when you worked at Sears, like, everyone's always done this. You, like, mm-hmm. look at the clock and you're like, all right, seven hours. So if I just get three more hours out of the way, they'll only Lunchtime. be four. And then I can... And you're just, like, breaking everything down into mm-hmm. quadrants. That's what I do in the winter. Everything in the winter is like, all right. Christmas is over. This is ridiculous. I can deal with it because the Super Bowl is coming, right? Mm-hmm, There's still mm-hmm. some football on. But once you hit the Super Bowl, you're like, shit. There's nothing. So I got to go spring training, right? So pitchers and catchers. And then the week later, that happens. And then that should give me enough stamina to get into March. Mm-hmm. And, then and, then baseball's, and then baseball starts. Yeah, Yeah, I've got March Madness. I've got St. Patrick's Day. I've got uh, coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Just, I, it's all there, right? I mean, once once March actually starts, it it is, it's kind of like a floodgates thing that goes on because the weather starts to get every now and again. I mean, we live in Michigan, so you know we'll probably get the most snow ever of the yeah, year. We got like another March. three months before it's nice. But but, but what things happening? Mm-hmm. The world gets nicer, except for this little hellhole that is the Midwest. And so pitchers and catchers are reporting Florida baseball. Actually, you know, we have opening day getting going at the end of March, early April. Like you said, St. Paddy's Day is coming. By the time you hit St. Paddy's Day, we're cruising. We're into well, you April. At least, we're moving. You at least normally get sun and, like, mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. out of the permafrost, right? You'll catch, like, a 45-degree day, which here in Michigan is, like, People oh. will be in shorts. It, yeah, I mean, if it's above 38 degrees and the sun is out, oh, it is a glorious thing to behold. Well, so, we're not there yet. No, we're not. But I, I, want, I wanted to talk to you about something. So I, I was thinking today as I was zoning off, not looking at my computer screens as you do. Um, Nirvana's got to be boring, right? Not the band. Like the transcendence and reaching Nirvana, it's got to be like pretty lame, right? Like you like sit just under be a f- cool with everything. Yeah, like and it's like, all right, yeah, I'm just gonna sit sit under this fig tree for eight hours. Ugh, I don't like. Like, I mean, I don't know. Do I know the actual definition of Nirvana before I answer this? Because, like, isn't it just like, it's, like complete peace? Something like that. Isn't that like? Yeah, that's kind of what I always. It's just just flat and narrow, right? It's just everything's just straight on. Like here not we go. Not too high, not too yeah, low. We're just is what it is. Life life is meaningless. Yeah, I mean, like I don't like being upset as the next guy, but those those dips and valleys bring me to the my my uh, tallest peaks, I suppose. Steaks don't taste so good unless you have some cheeseburgers in between. Right? It. Can I not enjoy a nice glass Nirvana. of scotch anymore? Wait, that's not how you spell it. Hang on. We're going to find out Nirvana definition. All right. <clears throat> a transcendent state which there's neither suffering, desire, nor a sense of self, and the subject is released from the effects of karma and the cycle of death and rebirth. It represents the final goal of Buddhism. All right. So, hmm. I mean, it just, to me, it just seems like once you get there, you go, man, I got to live 
60 more years of my life like this? Like we're just no, hanging so out way, now? No, the way I'm reading it is like uh, you don't die. Because, you know, in Buddhism they have uh, reincarnation, right? Yeah. So if you're an asshole, you come back as like, you know, fecal worms. Yeah. Something like that, right? And like the better you are, the better karma you have, the, like the better your next iteration is. Till you become a cow. But if you get like so good... You get to nirvana where there's no suffering, there's no desire or self. You just kind of like. I think there's like a test you can do to like, you know how they have like those advanced placement tests in school. Just place you can just fucking nirvana. jump shit like, hey, man, I'm not doing all this. Like Listen, 30 levels things. We're just I don't going care about it. suffering. I don't care about myself. I don't want anything. Just let's just yeah. go Here, jump right. Take to my it. credit cards. I won't even cancel them when you walk away from me. Just I don't care anymore. Dude, I mean, I, to answer your question, it does sound kind of boring. Mm-hmm. But they call it the final goal, right? The final goal of Buddhism. This isn't even my final form. So, like, I've. I don't but know. right, so you, so you don't actually die. But does everything just end? Because if, if so, then, okay, cool, I'm in for that. But if it's like, I got to just go on, go on to eternity of just blank nothingness. I'm just being like, eh. Yeah, right. Eh. Sorry. Sorry, sorry eh. I stepped on your forces. Eh, don't worry about it. Eh. Oh, you like that $60 eh. glass of scotch you're drinking? Eh, don't worry eh. about it. <laughs> it's just one big ope. Yep. Just the a Midwest massive. Nirvana is just ope. Fucking tree fell through your roof. Oh. oh, if a Midwesterner opes in the woods and no one's around to hear it, does it make a sound? Does it make do it? They ope? Still, do they still get ranch with their chicken tenders? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think I ever have to worry about reaching nirvana and being bored of it. I don't. I don't think I'll ever escape the effects of karma. No, I've considering we were talking about naming this podcast like "What Grinds My Gears" and shit, I don't think we're ever getting there. Yeah, I've got enough back built you know what i mean that'll last me a couple lifetimes i don't think i'm gonna just you know just transcend onto some different celestial plane and just be kosher with everything kosher is probably not the right word um what what, what, uh what about i think about this as a grift for a second this just came to me maybe it's already been done i don't know so we're talking about buddhism and nirvana and now we're going on to grifting yeah, well, we already said we weren't going to achieve it, so now I'm just trying to make some money out of the damn situation. Okay, yep. Following. Uh, what if we create the, the uh, instead of like standardized tests for jumping, uh, what if it's just like, give us all your money, and we'll do like an L. Ron Hubbard Scientology thing. It's like, you know, more money you give us, you'll be skipping levels. And so, so they, the don't, best they don't know how many levels of reincarnation there are. It's not listed. It's not like there's 84. No, there's a billion of them. Yep, oh. A thousand dollars gets you a thousand levels. That's our deal today. Sign yeah, me up. Call now. Next thirty minutes. No. So the funny <laughs> thing you say. Three hundred levels of karma. So my buddy sent uh, in one of our group chats. Sent a meme. Uh, it wasn't even a meme. It was a, a newspaper article about two. Ho- I think there are two homeless people. The guy's name is Tito, and her name was I think Amanda. Uh, surprise from Florida. Mm-hmm. Who were arrested for selling uh, golden tickets to heaven? Hey, now we're talking. The whole thing gets weird. Like <laughs> in the article, they're talking. Like they interview him, and he's like, "He's like, yeah. Like I found. He's like, I ran into Jesus behind the back of this KFC, and he told me to sell these golden tickets to heaven so I could get enough money to afford a ticket to the spaceship that's going to take us to the planet full of drugs." And just continues. And at the very end, they were found arrested with like $10,000 and a baby alligator. I mean, hey. it's, ev- it's everything that you hope and expect and come to love about a about Florida, Florida man, man. story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, all of that tracks. I mean, everybody knows that Jesus loved chicken. And where better place to get chicken from than the colonel himself? It's like it's like that Dave Chappelle joke where he talks about people like stereotyping black people and their food and mm-hmm. the watermelon stuff and like chicken. He's like, I want to know where are all these motherfuckers that don't like chicken. Right. Ain't nothing Who doesn't wrong with like me because I like chicken. It's delicious. <laughs> the fuck's wrong with you? You don't like chicken. Jesus likes chickens. Chickens and chicken. 
Uh, we know that. Colonel's got the best chicken. Heaven's Gate people already said there was a spaceship behind the moon. The only thing we're missing that we're adding the final jigsaw piece to the puzzle is the planet full of drugs. Drugs. Which, Which. you know, we've been saying the moon's made of cheese our entire lives. Maybe it's a big crack rock and we Mm. just haven't thought about it. Yeah. You had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. NASA wanted them to bring some of them rocks back. Mm. Moon rocks. It's all all there in the open. It's right. right there. It's been there this whole time. Oh my God! Yeah. Nobody needs moon a storm. Crack. Area Fifty One. This is. That's what it is. That's NASA why smoking moon rocks back there. Old Don Boy was pulling the curtain back on the swamp, wasn't he? With that's Space right. Force. That's why. Yeah, and Eli, uh, or uh, Elon, uh, Elon, he's in on it. That's why mm-hmm. he wants to go to Mars. That's hey, he's diversion. the richest man in the world now. It's a diversion. Oh, let's mm-hmm. colonize Mars. Fuck, man. I want to go where the crack is. That's Send right. Send me there. The moon crack. We've already got the road map. We go there all the time. It's easy. Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Drugs. It's literally been in front of us. This is like... The entire time. Who has it? How have we like, not figured this out before? This is like the next Dan Brown book, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is the next level of the, the angels and demons. Wow. Is Tyrone Bigum's going to be the main character? Probably a bit much there. Um, I think we just probably end this podcast now because I don't know where we go from determining yeah. that the moon is made of crack. No, I, I think I think. Keep those beers cold, guys. See ya. Yep. See ya. Um, wow. Tell you what would have helped us if we would have been one of those alleged uh, Novi school teachers, the elementary school teachers. That won the billion dollar uh, Mega Millions this past week. That that would have been nice. So I was listening to the radio okay. this morning and one of the midday guys was talking about it. And <clears throat> so the, the rumor is that it's it's a group of elementary school teachers from Novi that won it. And uh, he said he has a friend who is friends with someone who is a Novi elementary school teacher. And so they called that person yesterday uh presumably to be like yeah yeah do it you know not thinking it but you got to make the call so they call that person and their phone number has been disconnected which is the first thing the first you would have done yes if you won a billion dollars you would use your phone to call the lawyer and then say hey lawyer i have verizon disconnect my service get rid of it get rid of it Forward these three people to my mm-hmm. new number. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine being that guy though? That's like in your head, you're like, I know a Novi elementary school teacher, yeah. but surely because of the math, there's no way. No right? shot. There's no way. And then you call, and for some odd reason of all days, mm-hmm. the phone is disconnected. Shit. The world may never know. I, I mean, it's got to be the closest we'll ever get, right? I mean, that was a poor... I mean, so I'm sitting... I, where am I at? Sunday night, Saturday night, whatever night that was. And our our uh, elusive friend of the pod, Mike, lives in Canton, which is not more than 10 to 15 miles away from Novi. He tends to shop at Kroger's. The ticket was bought at a Kroger. And me and you both texted him like, Mike, by any chance did you... Go to a Novi Kroger. Take a long drive. He was bitching about uh, the the Canton Canton one. Exactly. So maybe he left and went. Is this guy holding out on us? Is he keeping all the moon crack for himself? He might. He might be. This is is definitely possible. Hmm. I don't know, man. And here's the other thing, right? Could you, (laughs) with COVID and all this stuff and kids... Like, face-to-face school kind of just went back for some mm-hmm. places. I don't know if, like, elementary schools were never shut down in Michigan recently. Like, you've that second shutdown, they were allowed to keep going. Yeah. Um, but, like, I know my kid's school is just now back to face-to-face if you, if you wanted to be face-to-face. <laughs> what is that school going to do? What are you going to do? All of the elementary school teachers are gone. I became a teacher because I want to help the youth. I love kids, you know, and ed- being an educator is a calling, mm-hmm. except for the majority of the teachers I had in my life. Mm. Uh, but allegedly, for the rest of them, the good ones, it's a calling. 
I disconnect that phone too. That call's not going through anymore. No, right? No. I am not coming back. Yeah, you know, it not turns a to chance. a call a calling to help uh 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 raise and educate our youth to fuck them kids overnight. Right. I'm out of here. <laughs> you think I'm gonna sit around with your little booger flinging fart sniffing thumbs get Oh, so out of here. If I have to eat one more league cuisine heated up in a school microwave, I might blow my brains out. Your kids Good can't thing even I just spell... won a billion dollars. Yeah. Your kids can't even write their E's in the correct direction. I'm That's out right. of here. I have too many zeros in my bank account. Everybody's been saying that these teachers need more money, right? You didn't think about your act, you know, these wishes mm-hmm. and desires have consequences. That's now right. Now look at you. Now you ain't got no teachers. You. Exactly. Should have been me. My industry could have absorbed the loss of me. No one exactly. would have been worse for the wear. Now you got casualties out here. Hell, had we won, we may still be doing the podcast. Now my day job can uh, <clears throat> kindly uh, remove itself from my life, but the podcasting world—I might just—I just might find some time, and you guys might just get some better stories. You, the audience. Oh, look at that. Nice. You win a billion dollars? Not a billion. But a million? sports gambling, online sports gambling is legal here in Michigan. So it is. Alex uh, has a PSA at some point, I'm sure he'll tell you Oh, it's you coming right it. now. Yeah, don't don't gamble on any. It, I'm expanding it to any team from Texas, but specifically and especially any college basketball team that resides within the four border walls of the state of Texas. Because two nights in a row, they have screwed me out of money. Texas Tech did it last night by 1.16 seconds left in the game. And then number five in the nation, Texas, the University of Longhorns, did it today. Fell yeah, to I had number a bad 11, beat. Oklahoma. Fuck I had themselves. a bad beat last week. I think it was Minnesota Timberwolves and someone. It was a blowout, right? And so one of the things I like to do is, like, uh, it's college basketball. Late second half, blowouts, depending on how the game's kind of been going. A lot of times the unders cash. You're not doing fouls. The games are sloppy. No one's pressing the ball. Game's out of reach. And so late fourth quarter ones uh, in the NBA. Minnesota, blown out. They won by like 16 or 17. And maybe they lost on a... Was not the point. Anyways, there was a foul and then another one within. Like, there was two shooting fouls within like the last thirty-two seconds of like mm-hmm. a twenty-point blowout. Like, why are you guys even near each other? Yeah, what is happening here? But it it took me just over the hook, right? It was like two fifteen and a half, and it ended on two sixteen because of those stupid fouls. So oh, you uh, love you to know. see it. Such is such is uh, the life. But I, you know, betting on a bunch of dumb shit. Oh yeah, you and I rode rode the wave on. Uh, you were driving the charge on the, this Buffalo Bills drive will end in a field goal. Love that stuff. Love that stuff. And oddly enough, I mean, they were kicking way too many field goals. I don't know mm-hmm. what the hell they were doing. They needed touchdowns. The entire well, weekend people were kicking field goals how many, when they shouldn't have been kicking field goals. How many How many times you show up to a football game and Patrick Mahomes is on the other side and you go, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the points here. I think, I think if we play it smart and we get the three points, it's really going to – it's really going to help us in the yeah. end. Yeah, right. We're playing the long con no, here. Don't worry. It's a slow burn, right? We're just going to fucking bleed them to death with three points. Hey, you know what? It worked for me because the big money was on, uh, well, punting, but specifically on uh, field goal attempts. And then I would flip around to uh, KC's side. What are they going to do the next drive? Well, Patrick Mahomes is on a four-touchdown heater right now, so why don't we go for another one of those? Yeah. Also, shout out Detroit Tigers for drafting up um, a two-time Super Bowl quarterback where the actual NFL team, the Detroit Lions, have never drafted a quarterback that made it to the Super Bowl. Mm. The baseball team has drafted more Super Bowl quarterbacks than the football team has. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, I believe he was the thir- a 38th round selection of the Detroit Tigers at one point. But we you know, won't get it when you have when you have an eye for talent. You have an eye for talent. It doesn't matter if it's the wrong sport. You you pick the talent you see. That's right. Let, we're not going to get into it too much. Let's let's put it on the back burner. I have a feeling uh, next week we'll grace you guys with a a Super Bowl centric mm. episode. I got Monday off. Alex, you have it off. Yep. 
Uh, the mystery man, Mike, he has it off. So we'll be we'll be getting together for that for the Super Bowl. So we'll bring you this. Let me just PSA it then, right? We'll we'll we haven't talked about this yet, but you know, uh, we'll have an etiquette to your Super Bowl party kind mm-hmm. of rundown thing. Um, ideas for menus, right? Mm-hmm. Probably like tiered the Super Bowl parties. We'll talk about you know like what kind of Super Bowl party are you having? Right. And what goes with it? You know, it's not going to be big like the Thanksgiving, but nothing like that. No, it'll be a Super Bowl centric thing. Things we like to do. Favorite Super Bowls. Shout out Prince. Greatest Super Bowl halftime oh, yeah. show ever. I mean, you know, rest in peace. Um, but yeah, so that'll that'll come next week. Excited for that. Um, and then maybe we can figure out something to do since we're all going to get we are all three of us going to be together. Maybe we can sort something out with. uh some bonus content that maybe can get to our uh, Patreon account. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Figure something out here. Don't know if I'll have enough time. Don't know if I'll still be upright. <laughs> I hit my microphone. Anyways, well, let's, let me close my gambling app and remember that I'm doing something else because if yeah. not, I'll get lost in Narnia. I mean, I'm what, keeping an eye on a Memphis game that I'm betting on right now. So, so um, I went to the grocery store this evening. I just had to get a few small things. Sure. I don't know. Did I tell you about this? I'm I'm like a huge fan of sweet potatoes now. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned something about this last Dude, time. Dude, it's like all I've eaten in the past like three weeks. They're delicious. I only all I do is I just you know I, olive oil roast them in little cubes with whatever. That's all I do. Mm-hmm. I, they I make they make a delicious baked potato. That's all I do. It was because I'm I'm doing the not be fat thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so I've mm-hmm. literally just been having chicken, broccoli, and that. This is week three now. That's it. But I'm loving it. You know what else is great? That bruschetta I made for Christmas. It's very good. I made good. it again, except I only used one tablespoon of olive oil for it. Um, I did all my grams and my macros. I weighed everything out for what I put in. It's literally a wash for like 35 grams of it, which is like, Two or three tablespoons. Mm-hmm. It's like one carb, two grams of fat, one gram of protein. It's like negligible. Yeah. So I'm just going to be walking around with a, like a fucking bowl of cereal eating bruschetta hey. with a fucking spoon. Nothing wrong with that. Gotta you know, if you, if, you want, if you want to do what you could do, I mean, this is just free basin off the top of the dome here. You could little pan fry up some pancetta or bacon if you prefer. Sprinkle that in there, get you a little protein. Or probably if you can like finely shred and saute up some chicken, toss it in there and then literally just with a bowl and a spoon eat that. It'd probably be fantastic. I covered my entire chicken breast at dinner tonight. There you go. Like cook the chicken, bada bing, bada boom, put it on. Off I go. Follow me on Instagram for more for more cooking advice, right? See there it is. Rachel Ray. Hey, all right. Um I'm upset, and I know you are too. James Bond, what are they doing to us? Good God. Um, what are they doing to us? Yeah, so it seems the new James Bond is the only film that won't just say, fuck it, we'll go to HBO Max. Right, we'll fuck sell it, it for we'll $400 million. million. Dollars. Yeah. What? Just get this shit out of here. Give us our money. Nope. They just keep going next April. Next April. How about October. So that's where we're at now, October 8th. Like it's the one thing I want, and it's not finding its way to streaming. No, and it sucks for me because when I sit and think about uh, Cocktail Hour 2 every Tuesday, I'm holding on to a cocktail for when that movie is released. We're and gonna, it just keeps moving. This podcast is going to be long gone. We're going to be like, fuck it. We're not doing this anymore. But we're going to have to come out of retirement. Just we're for that. to open up a new, like, you know, RSS feed and all mm-hmm. that stuff just to publish. That fucking that's, what it, that's what it feels like. And I'm getting very frustrated with, I don't know who's got it now, Paramount or Sony. I don't no, know who's stayed, actually got it, it stayed, now. It's in the same studio. They haven't gotten rid of it. I don't know. Yeah, but, is, but I don't know which one of them owns the actual rights to sell it or whatever. Well, like what we talked about, you know, I don't, I didn't like being in movie theaters prior. Like I g- liked going to see movies in the theater. Correct. I don't like having to be subjected to commenters in public. Correct. Right. 
laymen's, lay people, um, troglodytes, if you will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I will. Because, you know, simple rules. Just, you know, shut the fuck up. That's about it, right? Mm-hmm. That's all you got to know in a Keep your shoes theater. on. Just shut up, you know? Uh, but that's too much. But so now I got to worry about going there with COVID everywhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't want to do that. I don't know. But I think I think we all decided that we were going to go, you know, the week after it was out on like a Tuesday at like 10 a.m. Yeah, we'll take something. a day off work for it. First and thing, and then we'll, you know, breakfast at a Coney or something and mm. that, and then just go get loaded the rest of the day. Hey, you know what? That sounds like a plan. Problem is, it's been a year and a half. In fact, it's been two years since initial announcement for release. Full year till we get to that release date. COVID hits. Push it to December. December comes. Push it to April. April comes. We're back in October. Yeah, I mean, the issue is, like, so, you know, James Bond is on his way out, right? We understand that. Daniel Craig is doing whatever and yada, yada. Which wasn't a big deal to me, right? I wasn't concerned about, like, oh, is this thing going to let me down? Because, I don't know, these... These bonds, for the most part, you, you know what you're getting, right? And besides, mm-hmm. we lived through Quantum of Solace, right? Like, what yeah, are they going to do to us? Yeah, it couldn't have been worse than that, yeah. What, and, and, like, I don't hate that movie. It wasn't any good, really, but I don't hate mm-hmm. it, right? So, but now, it's really getting on, like, borderline. Like, this could severely impact how the movie is. Because if the movie is subpar, and I had to wait for, you know, 96 fucking months. My car loan's going to be matured by then. <laughs> I'll be able to take out a new mortgage on this house by the time that's out, right? Like, my God. And then, you know, we're you know us. We're so easily let down because everything's miserable and nothing's, mm-hmm, nothing's mm-hmm. good in this world. And so we're going to be in there and we're going to be like. This is what I waited two and a half years for, three years God for. God damn it. Yeah, and so, you know, and and then we're going to have to wait four years after that because it'll be a new bond transition time. So there'll be a a year of mourning period before they announce a new bond and then two years of production on a new movie and then a possible seven-year release date on that. So, I mean, what, we got another decade till another bond movie comes out? So who do you think is going to be the next bond? If I had my choice... I. About a year and a half ago, I think the leading the leading candidate was also my choice, which was Idris Elba. I don't know if he's on the top of the runnings anymore. Uh, he is getting up there in the age range, closing in on 50, I believe. Yeah, I mean, here's the deal. I thought Idris Elba would be great too, but you know who wouldn't? Just Ooh. racist white men. Well, yeah, see, that's the thing. So let me take a step back here. I think Idris Elba would be the best Bond, um, and I think he fits the role perfectly. I did have a problem initially with uh, Daniel Craig because he had blonde hair. And I went, oh, wait a goddamn minute here. James Bond does not have blonde hair. But I've gotten past that, and Daniel Craig is arguably one, probably the best James Bond just in full character James Bond that we've had uh you and, and I have had this the blonde hair. Yeah. Well, Idris Elba being a black man doesn't bug me anymore. You and I have had this argument, right? Pierce Brosnan's not kicking my ass. It's not happening. No, he'll take it's your wife, happening. but he's not kicking your ass. Yeah. Right. He'll steal my paintings. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, other than that, I'm not worried about him. Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's Daniel always Craig this will there's be- always this back and forth of Swab and Debonair versus Manly and Tough. And a good Bond finds a way to blend the both of them. Uh, like a Roger Moore, you wouldn't think wouldn't be able to kick your ass either, right? And yeah, Sean Connery is dog walking me. Like, yes, correct. Like, I don't stand a chance. Yeah. Right? Even now, even though he's dead, right? Don't stand a chance. No. But, but so, yeah. So I think the, Idris Elba is one that could, but I don't think he's in the running anymore, really. But so here's my issue. Aside from the, obviously, the open and... And, and out front racism of people being like, I can't be a black guy. Mm-hmm. It's the people who argue that, well, that's not, wasn't a black guy before. Wasn't this before. Wasn't 
it's pretend. Yeah, this doesn't. Okay. End, yeah, right. This is all pretend, right? Really, it's a pretend book at that. It you doesn't can't matter. Just, you can't. Can't you just say, "Well, James Bond is a moniker." Well, no, it was always his name. Okay, maybe he dies, and they just decide because that's to be fair, that's a huge fucking plot hole, right? I never went to Langley, Virginia, for any postgraduate schoolwork. Okay, I don't know the ins and outs of. Of, of being a spy however giving your your government name right your actual name yeah it doesn't seem normally not good not a yeah. good start the whole idea i thought of being like in the agency or an mi6 is like you're just you know you're a no one right no one you could be anybody although and then this guy fair, shows up and is like hey i'm james bond I mean, to be fair, there there isn't anything that could happen to any of his family members as he does not have any because he's an orphan. So, you know, use his real name, don't use his real name. I suppose the worst that could happen is somebody could taunt him about his dead parents. But outside well, of that... Well, no, but I mean, so like you're, you're... People know who James Bond are. Maybe they don't know you visually, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe the, the bartender that's on the payroll, right, at that Macau casino... Mm-hmm knows who james bond is because he works for you know whomever but he doesn't know who james bond is by sight yeah well you just told him when i was hitting the silent alarm i mean just a little uh, bit of discretion might get you into the to the back area a little bit easier true but he's fighting off komodos i know i know i mean what does he say in casino royale when when he gives his uh uh, his james bond because he has an alias going into the hotel in montenegro and then he gives his real name and he goes, you know, if Lashif didn't already know my name, then that tells me things about him or if he didn't I get know, it. I get blah, it. I blah, guess blah, 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 blah. My, my point back to Idris Elba is like, look, this is all pretend. Mm-hmm. James Bond could be a fucking kangaroo. Yeah. I mean, let's get real here. As long as he's wearing a tuxedo, it, yeah. it really doesn't matter. Yeah, so, no, I, I think it's more about, or at least what it should be about, it is for me, is who can play the role the better. Because it is. It's a role. It's a character. So if you can create that character through your acting, then boom, that's it. I'll tell you, you somebody who I don't want is Tom yeah. Hardy or Tom Hiddleston. Don't give me any Toms. Yeah, I mean, I love Tom Hardy. I don't think he fits it. No, neither does Tom Hiddleston. It's, I, he's a great yeah. actor. He's just not going to do it. Yeah, I mean, you know, they've, I'm looking at one right now. I'm looking at a list. So Robert Pattinson... No. No. And so, like, here's the other thing. He might even be, we might find out that he actually could be a really good one. However, and with Batman. However, he's now on to Batman. And so that, there was an article I read a couple years ago that kind of brought that into my forefront. And it was about Henry Cavill. And it's like, okay, but as an audience, you recognize him as Superman. Yeah. He can't like, so be. Think about, think about who you recognize Daniel Craig as. He's Bond. Mm-hmm. There's been a few movies, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Knives Out, things like that. But, like, for the most part, mm-hmm. he's just been Bond. He's done some other things, but he hasn't done this superhero arcing storyline where he's going to be in multiple movies. Right. You take Henry out of, you know, they tried to kind of do that a little bit with... Uh, the Witcher? No, what was the Mission Impossible? But he wasn't like he was in, you know, one of the thirty-seven Mission Impossible's they've made. Right. Um, but he's not like a recurring guy. But he was in it. But at the same time, you see it and you're like, ah, James Bond. You're right. No, no, you're Superman. There's a couple that I like. Um, um, James Norton. James Norton is a good mix of that, like young. Good looking dude, uh, has like what you would assume like the uh, the the proper English uh, dinner party qualities that James Bond would have. Mm-hmm. But he was also in the show McMafia, which was um, a BBC and AMC collaboration, where he's like this uh, son of a former Russian um, mobster who was annexed and like forced out of Russia. Instead of being killed when his rival took over, right? Right. And so he's like some banker, right? He went to Oxford, yada, 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 all this shit. And long story short, he gets sucked into Russian mob life. And so it's this transition from I'm a banker to I'm doing a little bit of illegal activity, but 
it's like, you know, money laundering stuff to now I've got guns and I'm taking on mob bosses. I think he would be a good one because the other thing is this, you don't want to find someone who's entrenched in a role. Like we just said about yeah, you know, you uh, Henry Cavill. You don't, you want them because that was the thing with Daniel Craig, right? He was a relatively unknown. I know he was, you know, road to perdition and he had been in mm-hmm. films, but it wasn't like he was like banged on. Like, oh. yeah, well, I mean, you see that with, with other bonds. I mean, uh, Pierce Brosnan was in Remington, a television show prior to that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, it, it wasn't some big name star. I mean, he was a known quantity, but it wasn't, wasn't anything like when he came out of uh, James Bond, anything like that. I think there's another one that I really like. Um, Richard Madden, who yeah. played Rob Stark. Yeah. He Did you ever watch The Bodyguard on Netflix? I did. That is a great, a, great series. It was a pretty good series. Unfortunately, it was only a, written to be a one-season series, but he could have, he could be a good one. But the good news is we don't have to worry about who's going to be the next, next James Bond for well, six, seven years now. Yeah, at least. Sit back, relax, doesn't matter. I will say this. Let me I've kept this window up on my computer because I just stumbled over it. Like right as we were setting up these DAWs and press and record. So uh Tyrese, we all know Tyrese, right? Uh R and B singer, uh Fast model. and Furious actor. Yeah, too fast, too furious was part of one of the greatest um cinematic scenes ever. That mm-hmm. is the Paul Walker. I said I don't want to talk about it. Cuh. Cuh. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, unfortunately, Tyrese and his wife, I believe her name is Sam- yeah, Samantha, they announced they were getting a divorce like at the end of 2020. How sad. Whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, let me let me make sure, because I don't know who any of these people are. Um Kirk and Tammy Franklin look like two very nice uh, human beings. Apparently, it's their anniversary on the the 25th, right? So, happy anniversary to uh, Kirk and Tammy. Indeed. uh, And many more. And Tyrese wanted to wish them happy anniversary as well. And I'm going to read you uh, his comment on their Instagram post. So, they posted like a nice picture of them for their anniversary, locked arms. They look great. and so under it, he writes, happy, happy anniversary, magic, magic, and more magic, dot, dot, dot. Dear Samantha, this was supposed to be us. Remember the Franklins was our marriage goals? Smiling, smiling. I'm going to get her back. Watch me. <laughs> Oof. Someone, anybody Oof. who knows Tyrese, get this man out the house. Yeah, take him gotta, to Atlantic City or Vegas or something. He's been he's been listening to those old R and B, those old Isley Brother oh records, just gosh. one too many times. That's bad enough to like post like that on your own. Like you put that in their comments. Yeah, you... <laughs> Tyrese, man. <laughs> oh my god, I... dear Samantha, and that like that kills me, dear Samantha. Hmm. Like, he just stops mid-comment on their stuff. And now, to my lovely wife, Jose. who I miss dearly. My dearest Samantha, it has been a fortnight since we last spoke. <laughs> oh, my God. Poor Tyrese. I lay in bed with the cold touching my breast, thinking about you. Yeah, okay. The... Well, this is the same saw. Tyrese that said one of my secrets for staying COVID free is I sleep with the heat on 90 degrees every night. Pass. So, Pass. I'd rather fucking peel my skin off with a potato peeler. Correct. Than sleep in heat. Because there is no sleep that's happening. I will lay awake drenched in sweat, miserable for Can't 12 hours. Can't do it. All right. Well, let's uh, let's wander our way to uh, cocktail hour, shall we? I'm game. Now I pour me too. I feel like Tom Cruise cocktail. <laughs> All right. Well, when Tyrese is turning the heat up to ninety degrees and you I need to get Tyrese, hammered drunk so you I can think go he to needs sleep. A cocktail. Yeah. 
Um, let's uh, let's get him one. Get him one. Get you one. Let's get everybody in this whole situation one. Um, so I kind of I, I brought it up the last. I don't even remember what cocktail it was. Um, uh, this week's cocktail is old fashioned. Everybody knows the old fashioned. It's a very, I don't want to say routine, but it's a very uh, uh, old cocktail. It's very. It's a Mount Rushmore, isn't it? Yeah, I I, I would say that this is there. Um, maybe not. Maybe not one. Like, cause there's two Mount Rushmores. There's what should be up there, all time Hall of Fame, and then there's like your favorites. This is definitely on the Hall of Fame. All-time. Yeah. So what is on? Let let's let's. I'm gonna hijack that real quick. All right. So, uh, old fashioned, mm-hmm. Manhattan. Yeah, I would agree. Gin and tonic. No, I'd martini. Say like a martini. Yes, sir. Right. I think you could, you know, you could probably take out, if, if I were to drop any of those, it might be the gin and tonic. Gin and tonic. And supplement it with like a whiskey sour or a or daiquiri. Or like a Negroni. Yeah, something that, that, that kind of encompasses more ingredients that isn't kind of like the same four that we already have. But I mean, have. look at, you know. I don't know. Anyways. I, I like that. I think that's. It's interesting. That might be a food for thought for a future. Uh, you could spend two hours breaking down a couple different Mount Rushmore variations. But anyway, so we're doing the old fashioned, very simple drink. Uh, what what I really like about this drink is is it's one that you can build in your own glass, right? So you don't need to have a fancy shaker. You don't need to have a crystal mixing glass. You can just take your rocks glass that you're using, set it down, and get to making it on your own. So you're going to start with a uh, sugar cube, or if you don't have those because nobody's feeding horses around here, just take a bar spoon full of uh, granulated sugar, put it at the bottom, and then you're going to take two to three dashes of Angostura bitters and dash onto the sugar at the bottom of your glass. And then you're going to take a about a half a teaspoon to a full teaspoon of cold water, tap water, whatever, uh, and put that on top of the sugar and the bitters. And then you're going to take your bar spoon and mix that up until all of the sugar has been dissolved in that solution. Drop in your ice, uh, preferably a large cube. If you can get like, uh, like, you know, you can buy those ice, uh, ice trays that make four large square ice, ice cube blocks. One of those or something rather drop that in and then pour your whiskey of choice. You can use Kentucky rye whiskey or straight Kentucky bourbon. Uh, it's kind of a preference thing. If you want a little sweeter, use the bourbon. If you like it a little harsher, maybe not harsher, but a little stronger, go for the rye whiskey. I like my old fashions with bourbon. So you're going to pour about four ounces of that right over top and then stir within your rocks glass until cold. Uh, if you want to get a little fancy with it, take an orange peel, spritz it over the top, drop that sucker in. And you are rocking and rolling, my friend. So I saw something a while ago on this. I don't I don't remember where, but it was it was linked back to arguably the uh original cocktail to like eighteen oh six where it's called for um spirits, bitters, and sugar. Mm-hmm. Right? That was and like, you know, back then that was it. We talked yep. about that. Saw your fucking leg off with, you know, a dull handsaw. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, it's super simple, you know? So if you don't have, uh, and that's a cool thing, right? So if you don't, maybe you've run out of your vermouth, you know, Manhattan, everybody got some sugar. Yeah. Toss a little bit of sugar in. There you go. Sugar, a little water, bada bang. We're done. Yeah. Great drink. Uh, it's a nine for me as well. It's just, it's a classic. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And so part of that is because I, I'm more of a, a, a bourbon and a whiskey guy. I like gin as well, obviously. Uh, we've talked about that a bunch. But, I mean, and maybe it's, you know, how we grew up with our grandpa. Um, they're just good drinks, though. Yeah. They're simple, straight to the point, and And it's a good. Yeah, it's one of those that, like, if you don't want just, like, a dram of straight whiskey. Like if that's just not what you're feeling, some like room temperature bourbon or whiskey, this is something that's ice cold. Uh, it, it has a little sugar in it and and something with having a large block of ice. It helps the drink develops over time as more of the ice melts and a little more water, uh, uh, infuses with the whiskey or the bourbon. It kind of changes its flavor profile over time. 
Um, and so it's just it's just a nice drink to have at the end of the night. Cool thing you can do with it too, though, because of the sugar, is this is a good substitute to put in hundred proof bourbon. Mm-hmm. You can really you can crank it up a bit. That's right, and not have to have the t- you know. Obviously, you get what you put in, right? So the better quality you have, the better the drink's going to be. There's, mm-hmm. That little bit of sugar is only going to take it so far. But it doesn't have to, you know, you can throw that little heavy-handed 100 proof in there. And that sugar, right. for what you're going to be taking on, is going to really curb it for you. Yeah, I mean, this is something where if you have a little 100 proof wild turkey sitting in the back, little 101 or... Even know. Knob Creek makes a good 100 proof. Mm-hmm. So, like, the cool thing with these and, like, a lot of these cocktails, especially, like, the in the glass, like you're talking about, but, like, mm-hmm. you get to some of these, like, we talked about the the Mount Rushmore's. And there's something about, at least in my opinion, the the whiskeys. You know, if you've got, like, a, a work meeting, a work dinner, uh, girlfriend's family, just something like that, mm-hmm. where you got to kind of enter that... Uh, that that male uh, puff my chest out because everybody thinks they're John Ham from Mad Men, yep. even though none of you are. Correct. Like, order these, right? Order Manhattan, yep. as you described with rye whiskey. It'll be a little bit sweeter for you, a little bit easier and smoother. Order an old-fashioned like this. And then tell them, make it with 100 proof, please. Well, let, me, let me get that Knob Creek 100. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you don't have to worry about you know, two fingers of this martini, blah, 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 blah. And they're like so straightforward. Yeah. I mean, just as it, it's like the granite of material, right? Mm-hmm. It's just always there, always yeah. true, always works. Nobody's going to nobody's gonna look down on you for ordering a Manhattan or an Old Fashioned at the bar. Yeah, and they're simple as much too. as nobody sh- nobody should look down on you from ordering any beverage that you enjoy at a right, bar. Right, but like it's it's not so complex where you're like, well, I don't know if I will like this, or I'm not a big mm-hmm. fan of blah blah blah, or you don't have to drink it a bunch of times to grow on it. Now, if you don't like whiskey at all, don't order them. But if you Correct. don't mind it, this is because mm-hmm. you know, like sugar and bitters and spirit. What, <laughs> what else yep. do you need? Yeah, nine Wimbledon Woodies. I'm sure Woody would approve of that score as well. Indeed. I got a question for you. Have you, do you know anyone that has ever bought the um, pre-hard-boiled eggs from the grocery store? No. They're like a Bane. Bane's probably not the right word. I don't know, but it's... it bugs the shit out of me every time I'm in the store and I'm going by and I see, oh, you know, it's pretty hard boiled eggs. I'm like, mm. yeah. Is this something people are doing? <laughs> yeah. You just couldn't, didn't have the time. And so, like, I, I try to think about it logically, right? Okay. Who needs a pre hard boiled egg? Let's think about it. You busy at work? Hmm. How far down the fucking list do I have to get to, I don't have much time, I need someone to pre-boil my egg for me? Because, can't. well, maybe you can get it at a corner store, but I don't know if I'm eating eggs, pre-boiled eggs from no. a 7-Eleven or a bodega, right? Like, I'm getting a deli sandwich before then, right? Before I get to the back of the grocery store to get pre-hard-boiled eggs. Yeah, you, so, you have to push aside the tuna sandwich to get to the hard-boiled eggs. Yeah, so, like, it's not the guy that's in a rush that goes to Kroger or Meyer or Walmart and mm-hmm. all the way in the back gets... So, okay, it's not that person. So that leaves the person just buying groceries for the week. Mm-hmm. Now, is this a person that also buys regular eggs for, like, omelets and things like that? And they're like, I'll cook the omelets, but... Cripes, man! You want me to boil the eggs? Boil water? That's ridiculous! Get the fuck you know the the only <clears throat> the only thing that I can think of that would drive someone to do this, and it's definitely not me. Um, it is it, it, it's not the boiling of the water or the cooking of the eggs. 
it's the standing over the sink or the garbage and just flicking off a mil- square millimeter at a time. But see, you're not doing it right. Shell. You're not if you if you boil it long enough. If you leave it in cold water, cold blanch for the yeah. right amount of time, not too long, because it can't. And if you crack it properly, you should be able to go right through it. I did see a video where if you can take a back of a knife, crack the the top of the egg and then the bottom. I suppose it doesn't matter which is which, and then pull off one one of the one of the ends, and then you can <laughs> blow air. You know, boop pops it out. The it's bottom. like I saw a video where someone took like a pocket knife or like a dull paring knife. You know the dull paring knives everyone has in their junk yep. knife drawer? I cut myself with them all the time. Yeah, and they just jam it into one of the cloves of garlic still in the head. Mm-hmm. And then they just bend it out. And it pulls the clean clove like mm-hmm. right out of it. That shit don't fucking work. No, it doesn't. Completely ruined a whole head of garlic. Mm-hmm. Just like, I'm gonna, I saw it. I'm gonna do it. It don't work. Just peel the damn garlic. Peel the damn egg. Well, that's, that's like a... I was at, when I was living in DC, I couldn't figure out we didn't we bought wine for dinner and I didn't have a, a corkscrew. So I'm on internet and I'm like, internet, how open wine, no corkscrew. <laughs> you just turned into <laughs> Charlie Day? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, take your car key, You're put it in on an angle. Your alarm clock. Internet. <laughs> how open wine corkscrew? <laughs> Tire iron. <laughs> and you just put your key in, you spin it around, and it pops right out. Now, I've done that successfully probably twice in my entire life. That one time, and then maybe once prior, and every other time I've just had to shove the cork jinx into the... the... Yeah, that's yeah. the way to go. Just shove it down there and drink it all. Uh, I have another hot tip for everybody. Don't bet on any team from Missouri either. Oh, man. Just... Swinging and missing right now. It's amazing why you're having such a hard time. I thought gambling was pretty straightforward. Yeah, well, so <clears throat> let's talk about a little different type of gambling that I'm not having any success with. So I am sick and tired. Tired and sick of... Have you been seeing everywhere uh, people posting and seeing posts about um, GameStop's uh, recently high uh, stock prices? <laughs> so I was... Yeah, so I was reading a thing about that earlier today. Yeah, I, I saw it. So when I signed up maybe two years ago, 18 months ago, for um, my stock trading app that I use, it gave me a free stock, right? You know, one in a million chance of getting an Apple stock, but, you know, a right. one in 10 chance of getting, I don't know, some poop off the corner street stock. And that's what I got. I got a GameStop stock. It was one stock. When it gave it to me, it was like, I don't know, 435 and I held on to it because I knew that the new systems, PS4 or PS5 and uh, uh, Xbox Series X were coming out in about a year and a half. Right. And I was like, you know what? This didn't cost me any money. If it loses all its money and they bankrupt themselves, whatever. But what I'll do is I'll wait till they release the systems. Their stock will inevitably go up because some people will go into the store to buy them. And then once that madness is over... I'll sell for, you know, a profit of some odd amounts of money. So I do this. I wait till about, I don't know what, what they were released this year in November. So I wait till like mid-December and I sell. They were at like, the stock was at like $19. That from when I got it at like four fifty was like, I don't know, like a 300% increase in their stock value. And I was like, this, there's no way turn of the court, turn end of fourth quarter, in January, there's no way that this is like what they're just gonna tank again. You go back down right. to four dollars an hour until this shit happens again. I don't know what they're at now. They were at over a hundred. They were almost at two hundred dollars like a share. The early is that today. what they're so at? Oh, it was it Alex. was like it was like massive amounts. I'll, I'll well, look so, it up. So this is like a weird thing, right? So because all of these pretend day traders. You know, what it is, is it's all on Reddit, right? And they basically mm-hmm. self-inflate stocks. Yeah. Um, It's not insider trading because it's not... $209 oh currently God. is the stock price for GameStop. So you had a penny stock because technically if it was under $5 is considered yeah. a penny stock. Yeah, it was a penny stock for free. And was it... How many shares was it? One. 
So I would have so $209. Just, yeah, okay. right. Not a big deal. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they didn't give me like a thousand of them or anything. That would have been cool. Well, it would, wouldn't have been cool, Alex. It would have been really bad. Yeah, it would have been real bad. You would have been the guy that was like, Tesla, electric cars, get this out of my portfolio. I have this uh, I have this notice in my app. It says, woohoo, your order to sell one share of GME has been fulfilled at an average price of $15.62 a share. Woohoo is right. <laughs> oh, man. You know, mom has a cousin who is a, uh, he's a psychologist, but he is a uh, stock psychologist. Mm. He's actually, he found me on Twitter a few years ago. Uh, and he was like, you know, he's blah, blah, blah. I think your mom is so-and-so. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And he's from, I think he's from Tonawanda. Yeah, so he's he's from he's from New York. He's on that side um, mm-hmm. of mom's side. Anyways, but so I follow him on Twitter, and he's really respected um, in the stock trading industry of like psychology of traders, right? So he's not like some mad money guy, like oh, yeah. out of stocks, blah blah blah. But like he's written books, he's always on podcasts, blah blah blah, and all this shit. And and it's talking his main thing is about the psychology of the trader right what people do and and yada yada and all mm-hmm. that stuff having said that i wonder what he would say about you when you're like oh i'll hang on till the games are out and nah, it's a decent plan and in fact it worked exactly how i thought it was going to work the only thing i didn't foresee was a month and a half later for for what i can tell what i've read up on nothing has happened <laughs> No, the only thing that's happened is people have, like, so I read, like, the footnotes of this article, but it's basically that there's, you know, these day trade subreddits, right, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. people talk on. And they, it's it's something that's known in the trading psychology world, I believe, is self-organization is what they call it, where there's not, like, a person saying, all right, everybody, let's go buy stock. Mm-hmm. but it's just like this general it's almost like schooling of fish right it's yeah. just this general meandering of this crowd that all is directing themselves in the same way and in doing so they're all pushing this price up for no real market reason other mm-hmm. than they're all doing it at the same time i mean they're creating a bubble right and so yeah like, and the bubble's going to burst initially and it's just get your money out in time or maybe it doesn't and right. GameStop becomes the next powerhouse on the market. Is. Which is because it does. I, I saw it the other day and I thought to myself, like, how is it going now? I mean, people. Do people use GameStop still? I don't know. Like, don't most people just down buy their games online and download it right to the system yeah, and then order their systems? Off I mean, they're Amazon now making such. they're now making systems that don't even accept hard copies. Right, so you would think brick and mortar is dead, yeah, dying. Yet here's this place that's on like you know a two hundred percent clip. Yeah, I mean, I, it was either Monday or Friday. I want to say it was Monday because I've just been infuriated with like Monday as in yesterday. The stock was at like <clears throat> like thirty five dollars, which that made me mad. Like at oh, it opened at thirty five dollars on Monday, which was like a massive jump, and then throughout the day it just climbed and climbed. It was just, at ninety nine dollars. Now it's at two oh nine, and tomorrow it's going to open at probably five hundred dollars. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be great for someone. And the thing is, I don't necessarily care. I had the stock and I let it go. Whatever. I didn't no skin off my bones. I made fifteen bucks on it. Right. It's the constant, constant barrage. Of news stories about games. And then I see people on Facebook who have stocks in GameStop all of a sudden. And are like, woohoo, there, a thousand percent up. And I'm like, fucking kill me. Yeah, well, all of them can, these pretend day traders can all go. I'll tell you what we should do. I got an idea. And maybe we should do this for the Super Bowl. We should all open an account, a Robin Hood or whatever they are. Open one. And we'll put... 50 bucks in or 100 bucks in at the beginning of the night. We'll just put it in. Where? In in our accounts our, our, for our trading, right? And what we'll do is we'll get absolutely 
fucking hammered. I like what this is going. I'm talking hammered drunk. And then we'll buy some penny stocks with that amount that we have in, right? Mm-hmm. And then we delete the app. We just delete it off our phones, right? And because we're so fucked up and drunk, we won't even remember it. Granted, though, though it'll exist. Maybe we 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 tuck a little uh, Outlook calendar thing like six yeah. years from now, ten years from now, right? And then we come back, and we just see what we do, mm-hmm. right? So that way you can't be like, oh man, remember those penny stocks we bought for like a buck thirty six? They're now like you know twenty four dollars a share. Let's just uh, let's cash in and buy some beer with it. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know. Could have been millionaires, right? Could have been Forrest Gump. What would have happened if Lieutenant Fruit Company? What would have happened if Lieutenant Dan would have sold on the dip, right? Mm -hmm. Would have been screwed. That's what we should do. I'm in for. We we need to have a moderator because what's going to happen is we're going to get really drunk and be like, "Wait, I read about this somewhere. I need to put some more money in to buy this one because blah 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 blah." Yep. Then the kids won't go to college. Won't be. It'll be a whole thing. It'll be a whole thing. Yep. Maybe we can make you some money back. I'm in for that. Also, I'm trying to hit this uh, second parlay I'm waiting on for tomorrow. <laughs> this second half of the parlay. He does have a problem. Here, so Missouri's here, here, just not doing it for me. Well, right did you now. learn your lesson? There, there's a lesson to be learned about what you Don't. had. Right? You didn't pay for that stock. Yeah, $15 didn't get you anything. You let it ride. You just... And if it bottoms out, you literally have no loss. Yes. Definition of house money. Don't worry. This thing's going to burst, you know, by the end of the month. <laughs> Famous last words. January 26th, 11, 11 p.m. It'll burst by the end of the month. No one will remember it. $2,000 later. All right. Well, GameStop reinvents itself into a uh, competition for Sony and Microsoft all of a sudden. Yeah. Amazon is bought by GameStop. <laughs> Jeff Bezos now works at a GameStop at the counter. <laughs> Does GameStop even have a CEO? And if they do, is he paid in flaming Hot Cheetos and some Bafo Nacho cheese sauce? Think of uh, uh, wallet chains. <laughs> <laughs> That's like their... <laughs> wallet chains is like their... Uh, Line of demarcation of like where where you at on the managerial. So if you've <laughs> how got how far one down wallet, does it go? Yeah, you got one wallet chain. You're a shift manager. Two, you're a store manager. Three, you're a district. Oh man! And then one if, if you got the junko where you got the cross pants where it like has the mm-hmm. the crosses behind it. Yeah, that's a regional manager. I think they moonlight as hot topic managers too. Because they can't. Just, they can't have a CEO. You're just, just I think Guy Fieri is probably the CEO of GameStop and Hot Topic. Like he is Oz behind the curtain. He's got to be right. He's running the whole gambit. I mean, look, we at just him. haven't seen it yet. He is the walking embodiment of GameStop and Hot Topic and is Journeys he, and Spencers. He, and he's probably on Reddit hyping all this shit up to make himself a bunch more money. You know what he's after? Space crack. He could be. He's going He's going for Elon. All of this circles back to the moon being made out of crack cocaine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we're on to it now, so now we're probably going to be censored. If you guys don't hear from us, it's because they came and got us. Uh, I don't know who I'm more scared about, Guy Fieri and Elon Musk and their crack rocks, or Vladimir Putin, who I'm still challenging to a fistfight. I'm not scared of Guy Fieri. He's for the people. True. He's the guy that's going to try to build the rocket ship to take us to Flavortown. Which right? is on the moon. Which exactly. is the rock of the moon. Exactly. Could you He's imagine gonna... how much better the burgers at diners, drive-ins, and dives would be? High on crack. So Guy Fieri looks like, uh, like a TGI Fridays manager, right? There was a comedian yep. that talked about that. He goes, uh, what does he say? Guy Fieri looks like a hot topic manager that moonlights at TGI Fridays. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure if they 
don't, they did have a product called Crack Fries. Hopcat had Crack Fries. I know, I know that, but I think TGI Fridays had something like that. But either way, it makes sense. I think right? these are these are dots. Can we talk Pepe about Silva's. the mail? I've been dying to talk about the mail. Pepe Silva's coming up somewhere. There is no Carol. All right, well, enough of that. Handle some business. Yeah. All right. Well, if you guys want to get on our um, Guy Fieri themed Elon Musk sponsored uh, Crack Rock Moon Rock spaceship, uh, you can email us to get on the wait list at garagetimepod at gmail.com. Um, if you can't get on the ship, we know it's hard, you know, there's only limited seats, but you can see our pictures and our vlogs that we post from the Space Rock Moon uh, on our socials at Garage Time on Instagram, at Garage Time on. Uh, Where's that Twitter? And then at Grouch Time on Facebook as well. Um, I mentioned, I teased earlier that maybe we can think of something, uh, some bonus content to be created for coming from our Super Bowl night extravaganza. Maybe, maybe not. But if we do, it'll probably be posted both on our socials and on our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com backslash garage time. Um, Tell you what, Hang on, for every dollar someone donates to our Patreon, we'll take half of that and invest it in our blackout penny stock operation. Bingo. You you can become partners. At That's a right. Very don't miss level. out on this inflated game stock price. What's going right. to be the next one? Flex Seal. Let's take That's it. Right. Flex Seal's going public. Let's go. I'm- I'm pretty sure with uh, the Patreon dollars, you can also attach comments. So if you have a penny stock that you're you've been watching just didn't have the pennies to put on it lingerie football league that's what we're talking about uh aside from all of that uh make sure that you are subscribed to uh garage time on all your podcast listening services uh such like apple podcast and spotify um other than that i'm tapped out here memphis is just not gonna do it there's a minute left they're down six i don't i'm not good at this i guess so Bring all your don't don't spend all your money because we're gonna have some in-house gambling to do that we'll talk about next week for the uh, for the Super Bowl. So don't spend all that uh, fifteen dollars stock profit in one gambling <laughs> site. Okay, too late. All right. Well, um, I'm excited. We got we got Moon made out of crack. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, please. Check out, someone get a hold of Tyrese. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Someone He's get their well. man. I mean, my God. Uh, we got that. What else we got? We had a nice old-fashioned nine Wimbledon Woodies. Um, we still don't know who are who's the person that's buying pre-hard-boiled eggs. Mm. And, uh, you know, I don't think anybody's really looking forward to Nirvana. I think that's just... I'm not sure cause. that we've ever figured out exactly what it entails. Mm. They're pretty vague on it. So, like, how could you not be excited on an Elon Musk, Guy Fieri-themed spaceship on your way to the moon space crack? Uh, and if you're Nirvana, you just go, man, whatever. I'm so lost on Nirvana that I feel like it didn't just go over my head, but it went through my head. Mm, took out everything that was already there. Almost out, like, the back of my head. Mm-hmm. It's a little, uh, probably a bit much. All right, well, that's enough for us tonight. For this week, everybody, we'll see you next week. Be good to yourselves, uh, be good to others, and uh, keep those beers cold.